0: You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com welcome to your career I'm your host and resident career expert Todd Bermont and we are coming to you live from beautiful downtown Conroe Texas on IRLoneStar.com, 104.5, 106.1 on your FM dial, and it couldn't be a more beautiful day out today here in Texas. And uh, I am just so excited today because we have so many wonderful guests on the program. Where do we start? Well, first, let's start with some really good news today. Uh, We had some fantastic news on the job front. First of all, uh, the ADP report which comes out once a month and it talks about private payrolls and uh, how many people are hired uh, during the course of the month in the private sector. And uh, this report just came in this week at over 263,000 jobs created. So things are flying on all cylinders with this economy and uh, really excited to report that and also supporting that statement. Uh, the weekly unemployment numbers, which come out on uh, Thursday morning, so yesterday, uh, the weekly unemployment number. You know, as we've mentioned on this program before, anything under three hundred thousand jobs is a positive sign as far as jobs lost during the course of a week. And uh, for this week's weekly unemployment number, it was only two hundred four thousand. I say only two hundred four thousand. It's still a lot of people to lose their jobs in one week, but. It is significantly under that 300,000 mark. So this economy is really strong. So those of you out in the audience that, that were recently laid off or you're looking for a new job, uh, there is a lot of good news out there. So, you know, be excited about your prospects. There's no sense moping around while you're at home. You know, there's so many opportunities out there. And, and we're going to actually talk about one of those great opportunities today. And uh, those of you that don't know me, I'm Todd Bermont, author of 10 Insider Secrets to Winning Job Search. Also, I head up sales and marketing for Evolve, Evolve Designs and Builds Data Centers. Now, um, I am really excited to be here today because, uh, well, as you know, we always have a question a week. And, and one of the questions that I got asked over the past week was, Todd, do you know of any decent job fairs that are coming up in the near future? And uh, I would like to answer that question by welcoming some guests to the program today. So, we have, first of all, Angela Cooper, the Director of Government and Events for the Woodlands Chamber of Commerce. We also have Lupe Cuellar, who's, did I pronounce that correctly? That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the event coordinator for the Woodlands Chamber. And we also have Bill Gervasi who uh, is also with the Chamber, and, and also you are with Edward D. Jones? Correct. Excellent, excellent. So um, so I'm going to open it up. You know, does anybody have any ideas of any job fairs that might be happening in the near future?
1: Well, there could be one coming up here in the very near future here that the Woodlands Area Chamber is sponsoring at... Uh,
2: the same Houston State, State University, University. the Woodlands Center, That's located off of 242 there in the Woodlands. Um, It's going to be on May 3rd. It is our annual job fair. And we're looking forward to um, hosting it again this year with our presenting underwriter, The Good Company Restaurants. So yeah, if you are looking for a job, I'd say you better come to our job fair.
0: So uh, with this job fair, are there a lot of companies that that are gonna be attending or is it just one or two? Companies you mentioned that that the good company is going to be sponsoring it. Is it just them or will there be other people as well?
2: Oh, there's going to be tons. And uh, Lupe Cuellar is our event coordinator for this event. Um, Lupe's phenomenal. And she can tell you a little bit about the companies that are going to be there, but we're planning on having 50. Do you want to tell them a couple of the names that we have so far?
3: Yes, of course. So we have, as of right now, a little bit of everything.
2: So Um,
3: hospitality industry. We have a lot of hotels coming. Uh, we have Connor ISD coming, Montgomery County Sheriff's office. Uh, we have some health centers coming. So there's going to be a little bit of everything. So I advise everyone, if you're looking for a job, you don't want to miss this event.
0: Now, one question that I have, you know, a lot of times when you think of job fairs, you think that, well, maybe they're just entry level positions. I was wondering (laughs) if you could comment on the types of jobs that companies are looking to hire, that will be attending this job fair.
3: So they all have different levels, and you, we actually ask them what type of positions they're hiring for, so I have all that information that we post online. So it's thewoodlandsjobfair.com. You can go and look at all the employers that have came in so far, and I have, if you're interested in a particular one, you can contact the chamber, and I can tell you exactly the positions that they're hiring for. Some are entry, some are senior level, but they'll let me know the details, and I can give you that information, which helps you. When you get there, you know
2: exactly where you want to go. hmm
0: so what exactly is the Woodlands Chamber of Commerce anyway?
2: <laughs> so uh, we are um, a, a business organization. We're here to support the businesses in the Woodlands area. We have a lot of different uh, membership benefits. Uh, every year we're looking at trying to um, better uh, better serve our members. Um, one of the big things, and I'm kind of the director over that, is our government affairs. And something that's very important about a Chamber of Commerce that I think the Woodlands um, does a really great job at is... You guys are busy running your business so what are we doing for you while you're working so that way we're always doing something for you and that's our advocacy and right now texas is in um, session but not only on a state level but local and federal we're always um, looking out for our businesses and making sure that we're advocating for you and uh, getting things done that can continue the growth of your business and that way you don't have to leave your job to do it we're doing it for you um, but we also have lots of networking. I know that that's something that um, is huge. Even when looking for a job, um, networking is the key to everything. You know, I remember growing up and they would always say, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Well, I've definitely had an experience in that. Um, working wait, at the wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a
0: minute. All right, so uh, you remember growing up. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot. How old are you that you remember growing up?
2: Um, <laughs> 28. <laughs> That's I'm
0: joking because those of you that have listened to this program for a while know that I'm in my fifties, young fifties, but nevertheless, so. not a
2: day over 29. So, so
0: it, it, cra- it Thank you. It, it cracks me up hearing that when you were growing up and
2: <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're half
0: my age, almost.
2: but that's something that I don't know if like my parents were really taught that in high school, you know, we were taught continuously, you know, you, you got to get out there, you got to get involved, student activities, you have to network. And I went to A&M, which is the student activities capital of, you know, universities. And that that was probably one thing I took away from college the most was, you know, get out there, get involved. And the Chamber of Commerce is basically that, you know, you you have to step in the door. You have to get involved. You have to be on teams, committees, um, go to networking events. Uh, You know, that's where you're going to grow as a person, but also your career.
0: Yeah. that That's a great point that you bring out because a lot of times when people are in the job search process, they're wondering, well, how do we fill this gap on a resume mm-hmm. to make it look like, you know, we haven't been unemployed for a long time and stuff like that. And one of the things that we recommend is to get on committees like this, to volunteer some of your time and and not only use it as a networking opportunity, but a way to build experience as well. Absolutely. And, uh, so, um, uh, why in the world would the chamber produce a job fair?
2: Well, uh, we want to support our businesses and with all the economic growth. I mean, let's look at healthcare. For example, we have new hospitals, you know, coming in and a lot of them are looking to hire. So we want to show them that we're going to support them and that they're able to come here by finding them the right employees. You know, workforce is huge. That is a huge, um, making sure that, that from everywhere from our, you know, our health, our hospitals to, you know, Edwards Jones to, um, any of our industri- industrial companies that they have people who can, you know, from welding to, you know, all levels that we talked about, we want to be able that we can supply that in our community for those comp- for those businesses.
0: Outstanding. Now, um, before we go to the break, I want to ask one more question, you know, cause you mentioned that there's memberships with the chamber and, and I'm curious, uh, n- number one, was the a- cost for an individual to join the chamber? And, and number two, um, is is there a fee for somebody to uh, attend this job fair? Or what if you're not a member of the Chamber of Commerce, can you still attend the job fair?
2: The job fair is free um, to anyone to attend if they're looking for a job. It's for anyone in the community, even if you just want to come browse, please do. Um, for you to have a booth, it is uh, for if you're a chamber member, it's $250 and a non-chamber member, Lupe, is.
3: The $250 plus your membership fee, depending on what level you want to come in as a member at the chamber. Yeah.
2: And so we have different membership levels. Um, I think the entry level uh, business, uh, the business investment level starts out at um, $390, nine. three 350 plus the um, uh, service fee. Service fee. Okay. So, um, and they go all the way up to, I think we have a corporate level that's, you know, we have companies that spend 15 to 20 with us on their membership a year.
0: Okay. Outstanding. Outstanding. So when we come back from the break, we're going to be having, you know, I'm just absolutely thrilled because, uh, there is some of the most wonderful barbecue in, in Texas is, is the good company barbecue. And, um, the president of good company is going to be on the program. So I'm really excited about that. And, uh, they're, so uh, Good Company is a, a sponsor of the job fair, right? They're our
2: presenting underwriter. The presenting <laughs>
0: underwear. So what does that mean exactly?
2: Uh, they uh, came in to, they want to support this event um, and get their name out there and get a lot of publicity and um, they want to let people know they're coming and I'm sure they're looking to hire a lot of people since this is a large company coming to Montgomery so they're, County. So they're
0: coming to Montgomery County, huh? Yes. So we don't have to drive into Houston no. to, to get that good barbecue. Outstanding. <laughs> Well, we are going to be going to a short break. And when we come back, we are going to be having the president of Good Company join us. We're starting to film our talk shows and putting them on YouTube. Your favorite
4: Lone Star community radio show can be seen on YouTube under our Lone Star Community Radio channel and on City of Conroe's Our City TV channel on Suddenlink Channel 12. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel to see the most recently released videos and find more information online at IRLoneStar.com TV.
0: Welcome back to your career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Bermont. And we come to you every week live from beautiful downtown Conroe, Texas on IRLoneStar.com, 104.5, 106.1 on your FM dial. And uh, I am just so excited right now because, uh, you know, those of you that have listened to the program for a while, you know, I moved here uh, to the Houston area from Chicago about uh, four, a little over four years ago. And, you know, I used to think we had pretty good barbecue up there, right? And, uh, uh, you know, one of the first places I came to down here in Texas was, was good barbecue. And uh, just blew my socks off. And I am just so excited today because we have joining us Levi Good, a fifth-generation Texas Texan and native Houstonian who leads good company family-owned and operated businesses. As president, he's responsible for the company's seven restaurants and, and growing, and that's what we're here to talk about today, uh, the catering options, operations, e-commerce, and uh, the live music venue, which recently completed a significant expansion. You know, I guess I didn't know that that good company had live music. I've no, only I been there either. over the lunch hours. So, uh, Levi... Oversees every aspect of the four-year-old company from recipe development, ooh, I'd like to get some of those recipes, uh, to to marketing, to uh, business operations, uh, to community support. And he's committed to sharing and preserving the rich cooking traditions of the Lone Star State by serving up authentic varieties of Gulf Coast seafood and Mesquite smoked barbecue. As a founding member and current board member of Foodways Texas, Levi actively preserves, promotes, and celebrates the vibrant and diverse food cultures of Texas. And uh, Levi puts his resources, both personal and professional, behind causes near and dear to his heart. His particular passions are preserving Texas culture. And, And that's one of the things I love about having moved here from Chicago, you know, like you know, coming from Illinois, nobody's really proud to say, yeah, I'm from Illinois, right? But <laughs> but uh, down here, there's just such a pride in being a Texan, and, and there is a unique Texas culture down here that, you know, unless you actually experience it, it's it's really hard to feel it. And uh, so, you know, Levi, thank you for promoting and preserving that culture. And uh, also, Levi is an outdoor sportsman who enjoys hunting and saltwater fishing. L- Levi... His wife, Kelly, have three children, Mason, Reese, and Vivian. They enjoy travel, sports, spending time with extended family at their ranch outside Houston. And, boy, I'm just talking and talking. I'd rather let Levi talk. So, Levi, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. First of all, uh, I you know, I, I hear a little bit of a secret that you guys are maybe thinking of expanding. And I was wondering if you might be able to comment on that a little bit for our audience here in Montgomery County.
4: Well, it's,
5: it's going to be hard for me to, um, to talk because I'm grinning ear from ear, uh, for <laughs> such a, a great introduction. So thank you very much.
3: My pleasure. Uh, but we
5: are, we are looking to, uh, we're, we're in the process and just kind of uh, getting towards the end of, of, uh, construction on our uh, two restaurants in the Woodlands area. Um, we're opening a, a, good company barbecue restaurant and, um, a good company kitchen and cantina, uh, restaurant, um, uh, in the Woodlands. And we've, uh, it's been a, we're about to, um, uh, close the, the chapter on the construction side and, and open, um, to, the, to the great community in, in Montgomery County and Woodlands area uh, here in a few uh,
0: months. Tell me a little bit about the cantina because, uh, you know, I'm I'm familiar with your barbecue and, and, boy, you've got some of the best barbecue I've had. And uh, I didn't know you folks had a cantina. I was wondering if you could tell the folks in the audience about your cantina a bit.
5: Sure, absolutely. Our kitchen cantina, this will be the first one uh a kitchen cantina that we've opened um but it, it really is a, is an old it's a new iteration on a uh, a concept that we created in 1983 uh called good company taqueria and um it it primarily is a very uh large emphasized uh, mesquite grilled menu um it's going to be in the uh, primarily the south texas ranch style cooking um type vein. Um, there'll, there'll be some Tex-Mex dishes, uh, as well. And there'll be some seafood, um, uh, dishes, uh, from the uh, Texas Gulf coast on the menu as well. So, um, it, it's going to be quite unique. It's not, I mean, um, it's not going to be just, you know, one dimensional Tex-Mex, if you will. It's just going to be kind of a collection of, uh, my family's, um, kind of experiences and influences growing up uh, here in the great state of Texas. And, uh, and we're looking forward to sharing that with Montgomery County.
0: Awesome. So, uh, you know, one question I always like to ask servers when I'm at a restaurant is if, if this was my final meal, what would you choose on, on the menu for me to have for my final meal? And I'm curious with this new concept, if I were to ask you that question, what would that dish be?
5: Right. So I've got... Um, I would recommend, number one, uh, getting uh, one of our signature – we've got our own tequila um, that we've uh, curated uh, uh, for the debut of uh, our Kitchen Cantina concept. So I'll get you a nice uh, margarita on the rocks.
0: Great way to start. Uh,
5: (laughs) Absolutely. And and then I would start you off with uh, – our primo guacamole, which is made to order and has uh, jumbo lump crab meat and shrimp, as well as a variety of different uh, uh, selections and toppers that you can get uh, uh, in a uh, to put on that, that guacamole. So I, I would kind of start you off there to kind of uh, settle you in and, and nice. uh, uh, get you kind of going in the right direction. Um, and then something unique on the menu that I think would be uh, uh, definitely something you'd want to try is we've got a, Redfish on the half shell, which is a a redfish fillet um, that we get from one of our farmers uh, that raises redfish uh, in Palacios, Texas. It's a farm-raised redfish, uh, but uh, it's really good. uh, So you have the the skin still uh, attached uh, to the fillet, and so that's why it's called redfish on the half shell. And uh, we grill that over mesquite wood and uh until it's uh done just right and i would i would recommend you get that uh, along with some some fresh corn tortillas that we roll out uh per order
0: all right and you're, then you're would, getting my yeah, mouth water in here <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh and then fajitas uh many don't know i know fajitas is kind of uh you see them on on just about every every tex-mex menu uh around the city and surrounding areas and uh we were uh, the first uh, to, to grill fajitas over Mesquite wood wood uh, in the city of Houston at our taqueria. So we're looking forward to, uh, to definitely bringing that to Montgomery County and,
0: awesome. and sharing
5: it with uh, our, our, our great friends up that way.
0: All right. Now, now, no great dinner would be without dessert. So I want to know what's that, that final dessert here that, you know, if it was my last meal, what's that dessert that I would have?
5: sure I, I would probably uh push you towards my grandmother's uh, uh brazos bottom pecan pie Woo! <laughs> uh, <laughs> i
2: knew uh, he was gonna with say a, that with a big
5: scoop of <laughs> yeah of, of uh, Bell, uh ice cream on top a la mode
0: oh uh, that sounds and, awesome uh,
5: th- that would that would get you going in the right direction
0: outstanding so um so where in the woodlands exactly are you going to be located again? Uh, you're, so you said you're opening up two restaurants. So, um, so it sounds like you're going to be having a lot of positions to fill. Um, and I'm, I'm curious, number one, um, what types of positions? And number two, where in the woodlands will you be located at?
5: Uh, well, so we're going to – both the restaurants are on a, a single track of land. Uh, they're, they're two separate restaurants, separate and apart from one another. And uh, one would be a barbecue restaurant, and one be in the kitchen cantina, and they share a, a communal patio space, an outdoor space. And uh, so we're located uh, just south of Research Forest on Six Pines. So if you know where that Valero is on Research Forest uh, at Six Pines yep. intersection, we're right behind that.
0: Out as we're both our restaurants. Outstanding. And um, what, what's your target opening?
5: Uh, we're, we're shooting to open both restaurants uh, uh, early summer. So there'll be about a 30-day staggering from uh, we'll open barbecue first and then 30 days thereafter uh, our full-service kitchen and cantina restaurant will we'll open.
0: Outstanding. I can't wait to try that tequila, especially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that margarita <laughs> sounds really good. Just about right now on a Friday afternoon. How about and- that on a Friday afternoon? And uh, so, so you're going to be hiring lots of staff. It sounds like, and I'm curious what types of positions you're looking to fill. So
5: we're going to collectively we're looking at hiring uh, 150 uh, folks to join our our team wow. uh, for our, our Woodlands restaurants, and it'll be from uh, restaurant managers to um, um, kitchen cooks uh, and and every every uh, position in, in the restaurant uh, kitchen space, as well as full service uh, servers uh, with experience uh, preferred uh, so we can make sure we take good care of, uh, of our guests that, that come and, and dine with us there at our kitchen cantina.
0: Outstanding. So, uh, you know, one of the things I noticed about the restaurants of years that I've been in is that the service is impeccable. And uh, so I'm curious, what type of individual do you look to hire? Because I assume to to have the quality of service that you have, um, you're not just hiring anybody off the street, that you have a certain level of standards. I was wondering if you could elaborate on that.
5: Sure. I mean, we really kind of look towards our core values when we hire uh, new folks and and look for people that have alignment with uh, things like attention to detail. And taking pride in their work, uh, and we have a, we foster an environment where we allow uh, the folks, uh, our, our teammates, to to contribute um, to to where they can help, uh, uh, and, and feel like they're they're very involved in the process. We like to empower people uh, in our organization, and it, we think it brings brings the best out. Uh, of everyone and puts the, the best result as it uh, happens when you're you're able to do that. So that that's really kind of what we look for. I mean, we can teach um, you know any any skill set in our restaurant, but really it kind of really starts with you know what kind of are the core values aligned with the person that uh, is coming on board here at Good Company. So that's really what we look for first and foremost.
0: That's outstanding, and. uh, Um, Now, for those folks that uh, are interested in working for you, uh, you're going to be at the job fair. Uh, How else can they uh, apply for positions at at Good Company if they're not able to make the job fair?
5: Sure. Uh, Our website, we have a careers link. Uh, Our website is goodcompany.com, and that's G-O-O-D-E-C-O-M-P-A-N-Y.com. So goodcompany.com. If you get to our homepage uh, and scroll to the bottom of the homepage, uh, there is a careers uh, link that you can click on and it will sh- give you all the information about our, our great benefits we have to offer, uh, positions available that you can apply for online um, and, and tell you a little bit about our core values that I speak of and, uh, you know, see if uh, it's something that uh, you might be interested in because we're looking for a lot of great folks uh, to help us uh, serve the community there in Montgomery
0: County. Outstanding. Well, I tell you, this segment has just been flying by and, um, yeah, I'm just curious before, uh, before we let you go, Levi, uh, any other, um, information that you would like to share with our listeners? I tell you, we're so appreciative. You're coming up here to Montgomery County. And, uh, I know that some folks out in league city on the South side of town wouldn't mind having one of your restaurants down that way too. Uh, (laughs) Well, personal experience. Yeah, one of these (laughs) days. (laughs) So uh, any final uh, information you'd like to share with our audience? And again, we're so appreciative you were able to be with us today.
5: Absolutely. So two things I guess I should mention. Uh, Number one, uh, we have uh, received a few accolades uh, on the employment side. We've uh, got awarded Best Places to Work by Houston Chronicle in uh, 2015. Awesome. Uh, and then uh, in 2016, uh, Houston Business Journal also awarded us as one of the uh, best places to work uh, here in Houston. So looking to spread some of that love up in Montgomery County uh, here very shortly. Wow. We'll have a uh, hiring trailer that will be uh, set up pre, uh, prior to our opening of the restaurant so that will be staffed. Uh, and um, people can come in and apply that way. Uh, we have two Facebook uh, pages Um for our Woodlands Good Company restaurants where you can also kind of keep track of our progress and when that trailer will, will begin opening uh, to uh, for interviews and job applications.
0: Well, fantastic. Well, Levi, it has been a true honor and a true pleasure to have you on the program. You are welcome on the program anytime, and uh, we are just absolutely thrilled you're coming up here to Montgomery County. And I uh, just want to thank you for your time today and thank you for creating hundred and fifty jobs in our local economy. Uh, that is just awesome, and we appreciate that.
5: Well, keep eating that barbecue. The West wasn't one on eating salads,
0: so when uh, <laughs> we get open, okay: <laughs> Well, have a great one.:
5: Yeah, you uh, find that margarita this weekend. looks like it's a good nice one. Thank you very much.
0: will so do our weekend. our pleasure. Bye. Well. Well, that was, that was outstanding. Uh, you know, can, can you imagine 150 jobs being created and, uh, these are all good jobs and, you know, for folks at different levels of their career. So we are going to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to learn more about the job fair. So you are currently listening to your career with Todd Bermont on 104.5, 106.1, IR, Stay tuned. Want to check out what it's like to be on the
4: radio? Need credit for school? For an internship? Then contact Dick online at dick at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station.
0: And we are here to be part of the community. Welcome back to your career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Bermont. And we are coming to you live from beautiful downtown Conroe. And uh, I am absolutely thrilled. We just had a wonderful interview with Levi Good. And uh, just so grateful he's going to be creating 150 jobs for our local economy. That is just incredible. So make sure you check out that goodcompany.com website for those job opportunities. And uh, so we also have some wonderful guests In the studio today, folks from the Woodland Chamber of Commerce, and uh, we have Angela Lupe and Bill joining us today, and uh, one of the things that we're talking about is the upcoming job fair, and I was wondering if one of you can elaborate again on when this job fair is going to be held, the date, the time, and, and the location of the job fair.
3: The job fair is going to take place on Wednesday, May 3rd, and it's going to be from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Sam Houston State University, the Woodland Center, over there off of 242 in College Park. So please come join us. We're going to have a lot of employers there. You don't want to miss out.
0: Outstanding. And for those of us that might not have tuned in during the first segment around, how many employers are going to be attending this job fair?
3: So we're expecting about 50 employers at the job fair from every industry.
0: That's outstanding. And can Any job seeker attend this job fair?
3: Yes, the job fair is open to the public and it's free of charge.
0: Outstanding, outstanding. Well, uh, you know, besides the job fair, I'm wondering, uh, you know, perhaps, Angela, if you could comment on what's on the horizon for the uh, Woodlands area Chamber of Commerce besides the job fair.
2: Absolutely. Well, uh, next week we have our business after hours. It's on Tuesday, April 11th, also at the same Houston state university, the Woodland center from 5:30 to 7:30. I encourage everyone to come out and, uh, even if you're not a chamber member, I'm going to give you a free pass. Tell them that Angela sent you, um, and come test it out if you're not a chamber member. And that's something that you're looking into. Um, our business after hours is a great, uh, place to really, uh, See what it's all about. Meet people. Get to talk to some of the staff.
0: Outstanding. And, and that after hours is next Tuesday, you said?
2: Yes. Tuesday, April 11th um, at the Sam Houston State University, the Woodland Center. Same location is where our job fair will be.
0: Awesome. And if people want to see where that's at or register for the event, where would they go for
2: that? Um, they don't have to RSVP for it or register. But if they wanted to get more information, they could mm-hmm. go to the um, and on our website, we have all of our information from membership to upcoming events, community, uh, events. That's where all your information is going to be. It's the hub.
0: Outstanding. So, uh, I'm curious, um, you know, you talked about in the first segment a little bit, how uh, you go about adv- advocating for local businesses. And, um, you know, I was wonder if you could elaborate a little bit on that, you know, especially some of your efforts with the transportation council.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I started over about a year ago um, at the chamber and I came from state representative wilmet Keff's office. And one of the first things I was tasked with is working with our business advocacy council on creating our legislative priorities. Um, this was our first time to put together um, what the chamber uh, stands for, what we're, what we support um, and we We have a team of, and anyone can be on the Business Advocacy Council, any chamber member can be on it. And so we had several meetings where we came up um, with a plan um, that we could bring to Austin. So we go to Austin for Montgomery County Day at the Capitol, and we went in March, and that is a a collaboration between all the chambers of commerce in Montgomery County. So there's about six of us, I believe. And um, we go up there and we advocate for all of our businesses. Um, One of the areas that we really highlight is transportation. Transportation... um, You know it's going to be it's becoming it it is an issue it's becoming an issue especially with all the economic growth to our um north montgomery county area so we have created we had a mobility team but we kind of revamped our mobility team to be the transportation education council and um this is more of education we want to educate and engage our membership to learn more about roads because a lot of times people you know they complain about the traffic but they're not really understanding um, the processes and so this morning we had one of our uh, a second meeting, and we had our speaker David Wordlow, who's with the um, transportation program with the Houston-Galveston Area Council, um, TIP, and he explained to us road funding, how uh, roads get funded, different projects, and so there's a lot of ins and outs about transportation that you can't just summarize up in one meeting. So that's what um, you know you as a business owner want to make sure that people can get to and from your place of business.
0: That's right. All right, so since we're talking about transportation here, I got to put you on the spot. Oh, a gosh. Little bit. All right, you know, like I said, I'm originally from the Chicago area and I absolutely love being down here in Houston. But the one thing that I cannot understand is why there is no commuter rail in Houston. You know, you have railroad tracks that go right along Route 3 on the south side of Houston that go right into the city, you have railroad tracks from the west side. Why don't we have com- commuter rail in this town?
2: Well, you know that it, the the idea of rail is in discussions. You know, it's it's happening at the legislative, um, the state level. It's happening locally. Um, you know, from Houston to Dallas, they're talking about a high speed rail. It's just a matter of figuring out the funding, the 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 area of it. You know, Texas is a um, You know we we all like our personal cars you know we have our trucks we have cattle we have land we have different things so there's a lot that comes with it um me working for the chamber we're neutral and we're uh we're not we're uh we don't have a place but we do want to make sure that our businesses are um being represented so we do have a discussion about that a lot and that's one of our uh, items on our transportation education council is talking about alternative transportation um not only uh but from, you know, here to Houston, but reverse, you know, there's a lot of people who live in Houston who come up to the woodlands to work. And so we want to make sure that, you know, there's alternative transportation for that as well. So those are in discussions being happening right now. So um, hopefully we'll start to see some, some answers soon in the next couple months. So.
0: That would be great. Yeah. If I have a vote on that, I would love to see some (laughs) commuter rail. Uh, You know, for those of us that live on the South side of Houston, um, you know, we'd like to go like the music venue at the Woodlands, but mm-hmm. to get to a concert on a Friday night, you're talking a, a two hour plus drive easily where it would be so much easier if you could just hop on a train and, uh, you know, come up to the Woodlands that way and then be able to take a train back versus sitting in two hours of traffic after a concert. So, absolutely. Uh, so I would love, selfishly, I would love to see some commuter rail <laughs> at some point in this town. Um, but anyway, let's get back to, uh growing the relationships and, and, uh, w- you know, within the chamber, uh, would really, uh, you know, and, and maybe this is a good time, you know, we've got three guests in here, but only one person's been talking. So, uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, you know, I'm curious, Bill, you're, you know, you don't work for the chamber per se. You're, you're in your own uh, investment business, I take it, or I'm a financial advisor. Your financial yeah. advisor, okay. So, why do you? Uh, why are you a chamber member? And what you know? How's it important to your business? Well, I think like a lot of people who are in the chamber, you know, they, it provides a certain
1: forum that you know we all can prosper, and it creates a very positive business district. At the end of the end of the day, I'd like to give back. I think most of the other chamber members do we want to see our communities grow and and grow properly and and really make sure that we have a positive business environment in the area and the chamber really helps that take place and they're the catalysts that make things happen and for me I like to get back just because it's in my nature um, but i think some people think out there in the world that you can just become a member and that just is great for your business but quite frankly you get out what you put in and so you got to show up you've got to meet people you got to really come out and network and really get involved because you'll get a lot more out of it than you put into it.
0: And, and Bill, do you uh, help out individuals or companies or both when it comes to financial planning? Um, uh, elaborate well, a little bit on that. Well,
1: personally, myself, my business is primarily individuals as well as small companies with helping them with 401ks or getting kids to college or getting families to retirement and making sure they never run out of money. You know, Edward Jones has been a big supporter of the chamber. We're participating in this upcoming job fair. We are... Personally, as a company, looking to grow our, our number of financial advisors in this area. So we're looking for men and women, uh, people from military backgrounds who are looking to really look at the opportunity that the, our company has. And this job fair is a great way to, to really get involved with them, to get involved and meet them on a larger basis.
0: And, and do you have to be licensed uh, or is there training provided to become a financial planner? Yeah,
1: there's, a, there's licenses required. Um, Edward Jones is considered one of the greatest training companies in America. Matter of fact, we were in the Forbes, I think, number four this year, of the top four companies in America to work for because of our training, our environment, our culture, and it's just a great company that has great values and, at the end of the day, is looking to add some more people.
0: Outstanding. So uh, how many people around are you looking to add to the team up here?
1: Well, it's not really per se a particular number. Edward Jones itself has about fourteen thousand financial advisors across the country and fourteen thousand different offices across the country individually. Uh, we're looking by twenty twenty to get that number to twenty thousand. Wow! So out okay. here, we're looking you know typically about ten to twelve people per year to add to our growing team here in the area. Fan, associates,
0: fantastic! And uh, I assume it's a good career. It's a great career. It's an
1: absolutely great career. It's not an easy career, but Edward Jones trains everybody properly and end of the day, it's very gratifying to help people because we're in the business of helping
0: people. Outstanding. Well, when we come back from the break, we're going to dive more into all the chamber activities and things going on. So you are currently listening to Your Career with Todd Bermont on IRLoneStar.com. Stay tuned for more.
4: Did you know your favorite show on Lone Star Community Radio are on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, you name it, they're on it. Check out where they are online on IRLoneStar.com shows and see which of your favorite hosts are online. Make sure to follow them and see what is in store for the next broadcast. Follow Lone Star Community Radio on Twitter at IRLoneStar or Facebook with Facebook.com IRLoneStar.
0: Welcome back to your career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Bermont. And we are just having a lot of fun today in the studio. We're talking about all sorts of happenings with the Woodlands Chamber of Commerce. And we also had Levi Good on earlier today on the program. And it is just an absolutely beautiful day on a Friday afternoon down here in Montgomery County. And uh, so I am really excited about the upcoming job fair because folks that listen to this program, a lot of folks, are in between jobs or looking to improve their careers. So I was wondering uh, again, if you could recap when this job fair is first of all, and then second of all, uh, if an employer didn't know about the job fair and they have some folks they want to hire, is it too late for an employer to participate in this job fair or can they still uh, get a booth at the job fair? So a lot of questions in one, but Lupe, have at it
3: so our job fair uh, will take place on Wednesday May 3rd from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Sam Houston State University the Woodland Center and we have a lot of employer employers coming and employers can still sign up they can call the chamber or they can go to the woodland job com and find all the information in regards to participating in the job fair we have spots open so please if you're looking for employees in the community give us a call we'll get you signed up Um, and then I think that's
0: about it. Jeffrey. So well, so, um, again, I'm, I'm curious, uh, you know, first of all, for job seekers attending the job fair. Now, if I heard you correctly, they don't have to be member. The job seekers don't have to be members to attend that they no. can, that any job seeker can show up yep. to the job fair.
2: Anyone can join. And also something I wanted to highlight is if, even if you're, um, you know, if you have students or, um, kids that are, you know, about to uh, graduate college. We also have a lot of uh, seminars that we're gonna be providing that day, Uh, resume writing, interview, uh, how to interview, what to wear, you know, all of that. So definitely come for those as well. So
0: how should people prepare for this event and uh, how should they dress for this event?
3: So I would recommend uh, you're going to meet these employers face-to-face, so professional dress is definitely, you know, it's what I would recommend. Bring your resume, there'll be resume critique like Angela said, and it's completely free. Bring it, stop by, uh, get it taken a look at, and let them help you, you know, if it's good you can go right straight to the job fair and talk to these employers, but I recommend that you bring your references, your resume, dress really good, and bring a big smile. You definitely don't want to miss that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's something else that I guess we haven't really highlighted because we haven't really rolled it out yet, but we will be providing um, headshots. So if someone really? doesn't have a headshot, um, they are we will have a photographer on site uh, to come and take their picture. So if you need a nice headshot for your LinkedIn account or you just want a nice one to put on your Facebook profile, um, check it out at the job fair as well.
0: Outstanding. Yeah, that's so important. In fact, that that's a real pet peeve of mine with the LinkedIn profiles. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've hired a lot of folks over the years. And um, if, uh, if a person doesn't have their picture on the LinkedIn profile, I will not give them an interview. Any ideas why? I know exactly why. I one time, I was a director of recruiting for a firm
1: and I hired a woman, sight unseen. And when she showed up, she had all gold teeth. And it was a very public job in sales. And we were like if we had known that we would probably not have given her an interview and as it was it was something that could be removed but it kind of threw us and it ended up being a it worked out okay but it's one of those things where after that my ceo said basically bill from now on if they don't have one we are not going to interview them over the telephone ever again because of just that that one occurrence
0: yeah it's uh it's you know it's interesting because you know, with the EEOC and everything, you know, there's a lot of guidelines as far as, uh, you know, you can't have any biases or, or anything like that. And, um, uh, but there, there's a couple of reasons uh, for my perspective, why I expect the person to have a picture on, on the LinkedIn profile. And, and the first reason for that is if somebody doesn't have their picture up there, it makes me think they're trying to hide something. And if somebody's trying to hide something from me just on their LinkedIn profile, what are they going to hide from me on the job? So, uh, so to me, it's it's kind of a sign that somebody's not being straightforward. Because at the end of the day, I don't care how old you are, I don't care what race you are, what gender you are. Every person in this audience should be absolutely proud of who you are. And, um, and you should be proud to put your picture on that LinkedIn profile. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are afraid to put their picture on there due to perceived age discrimination and whatnot. Well, it's against the law to discriminate against age. And, um, you know, and first of all, I can tell you, I've hired many people over 50 throughout my career and, uh, don't let that be a factor to keep you from putting your picture on the LinkedIn profile. Now, there's another reason that's not so obvious of why I uh, expect people to have pictures on the LinkedIn profile, because a lot of times I've hired people all over the country. And uh, a lot of times where I've hired people, we've not had physical offices. Sometimes I've had to interview people in airports, or I've had to interview people at a Starbucks, or I've had to interview people in a hotel lobby. And how do you know what that person looks like? How are you (laughs) going to pick that person out of a crowd if you don't know what they look like? (laughs) in advance. So, uh, so it's so important to have your picture on the LinkedIn profile and, uh, LinkedIn in my mind is one of the most valuable tools out there. So the fact that you're doing complimentary headshots, you know, it's so important to have a good headshot on the LinkedIn profile and, and boy, that's a great reason to show up to the job fair. If nothing else, just to get a professional headshot for your LinkedIn profile, that's outstanding. And is there a cost to do that? Or is that going to be free
2: um we're actually working on that right now so we we will update everyone on that um if it is a fee it's going to be very minimal very very low cost um you know headshots are super expensive um hundreds of dollars this is normally
0: yeah Uh, i take it it won't be hundreds of dollars no this
2: will be something in the the 10 to 15 dollar range if we have to um uh, and this is just something we're working out with our photographer now so um it definitely low cost if not complimentary so
0: (laughs) outstanding outstanding so uh uh you know I'd like to talk about a little bit um the elevator pitch. Ah because uh you know when you go to a job fair it's it's really important to be able to introduce yourself in uh 30 seconds or less. And uh you know I'm curious if anybody at the table has some suggestions for our audience on you know things that you would recommend they they have in their 30 second elevator pitch. Well, I'm not sure
1: one thing, like we talked about earlier, first off, is dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Because a lot right. of people will get turned off just by looking at the person who goes, well, you don't look like the kind of image our company is looking for. And it may not be the fact that you aren't that person. You're just projecting the image they're not looking for that day. That's so, right. So come dress professionally and dress for success. But I think the biggest thing is, you know, make sure you give somebody a firm handshake. It's um, so yep. silly as that, but I've, I've seen people get turned off because... Somebody didn't give them a firm handshake, didn't look them in the eye. Look them in the eye so they know that you're interested. And if you are interested, let them know that. Speak up. Say, look, I'm really interested in your, in your job. I know you only have a few seconds with me, but I'd like to set up a time to talk with you further down after this when you're not busy with 50 other people.
0: Outstanding. And, 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 you know, one of the things that I would recommend to folks attending the job fair is to actually script out your 30 second elevator pitch. Cause mm-hmm. at a job fair, there may be hundreds of jo- if not thousands of job seekers mm-hmm. trying to talk to 50 to hundred employers. So go through the numbers. You're not going to have that much time with each employer. So it's so critical to get that message out within the first 30 seconds. And um, so as Bill mentioned, dressing professionally, it takes seven seconds for somebody to size you up and determine if they have any, Interest in talking to you further or not. So how do they come to that judgment in the first seven seconds? How you're dressed? The caliber of your handshake? The smile, as Lupe said, on, <laughs> on your face? And um, so those kinds of things. So I can't believe it, but we're already at the end of the program. This has just been so much fun today. And uh, you have been listening to Your Career with Todd Bermont. And uh, those of you that missed some of the segments of today's show, we're going to be doing a best of show next week on Good Friday, and we will have all the information about the upcoming job fair in the Woodlands Chamber of Commerce. So thank you so much for tuning in today and have a successful day.
4: Thanks for checking out this recording from Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station and broadcasted live from Conroe, Texas on IRLoneStar.com. Conros fm 104.5 106.1 interested in sponsoring this show being a guest hosting your own show and please visit us online at irlonestar.com and check out the contact us page we want to say thank you to our studio supporters our traffic sponsor conroe americana music festival at conroeamericanamusicfestival.com more information about the show please check out the information below in the description